Hello and welcome to Signify Lighting Talks. My name is Jonathan Weinert, editor for the global brand and marketing team at Signify. This podcast series is our unbiased, unvarnished, and always engaging educational companion. It's an addition to what we bring to you via the Signify Academy, which you can find online at signify.com academy. In this series of episodes, we cover the intriguing and thought-provoking world of connected lighting. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm joined by Thomas Marinelli, Head of Sustainable Innovation and Design at Signify, to talk about lighting for circularity. Hello, Thomas, and welcome. Hi, Jonathan. Well, great to be here with you in this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thomas, what does it mean to be Head of Sustainable Innovation and Design? And what are your specific areas of responsibility at Signify? Yeah, sustainability. It has been quite a journey. Um, let me explain a little bit my, my, my history in this one. I joined uh, Philips in 2004, and I was particularly triggered uh, by the vacancy of a sustainable professional. And I can tell you, at that time, it was not so known, all this sustainability topic. And as you know, it became, well, quite a hot topic, and there are many studies in that direction. So I joined uh, Royal Philips. I have worked in many uh, different areas of sustainability throughout most of the businesses. But then in 2016, I really decided to join Signify uh, with the split off. Because I tell you the truth, lighting is uh, is the, the, great, the great product, I think. You can do lots of things with it. And now my role is I'm like a partner for sustainability uh, towards the research, innovation and business colleagues. I call myself uh, often an internal consultant on the different topics. And you could say, well, what is then the, the, the focus within Signify to further improve our sustainability performance and benefits uh, for product systems and services? That is in the, in the mainly in the focus areas of energy efficiency, circularity, health and well-being. So circularity, um, we hear the terms uh, circular economy, circular lighting, lighting for circularity. Um, let's start with a definition. Uh, what makes an economy or a lighting product or a system circular? Yeah, it, it, it all starts, I think, with definition. And <laughs> you, you mentioned already the names, like circular economy is, uh, is a topic which is broad, uh, I think, in a society. And there were different models. The Ellen MacArthur Foundation model is the one we embraced, you can say, a little bit later stage at most. We call it circular lighting on one side and lighting for circularity. But let me give you a, a definition. And, and it's good to mention here that when we started our program, Bright Lights Better World, back in 2018, 2019, there was not really an external definition, not a harmonized definition from industry or from regulation. So this is based on our experience, as I mentioned, working with the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. We said, okay, how do we define, what do we want to achieve with circularity, right? And what it means for us is this lighting products, systems and services yeah, that maximize the reusability, usability, the serviceability and upgradability. And by that, we want to minimize the value of destruction. And we're really aiming for preserving value and avoiding uh, ways to landfill. That's a, a nice definition phrase, but when you come to the categories where we see most contribution from lighting, 
solutions that is serve voluminous, the circular components. Uh, these are the key components you need to, for example, repair or service a luminaire, right? Intelligent asset management, and we also have circular services. Let me uh, ask you a couple of follow-on questions uh, for people who may not be familiar. Uh, what is the Brighter Lives, Better World uh, initiative that Signify has been pursuing uh, these past several years? Um, we have had um, more, say, four to five-year programs and it's quite interesting because in the beginning it was like the company had a strategy and we had a separate program for uh, sustainability benefits for products. Meanwhile, and it's the Brighter Lives Better World program, it's really an integral part of our strategy. So we talk in Signify of a five frontier strategy with, of course, a focus on our customers and we look at digitalization, but really also in the heart of the strategy is sustainability. We look for growth opportunities via sustainability. And that's really a focus in, and I think in everything we do, when we look at uh, product development or we look at new breakthroughs in innovation or research, um, the focus areas in sustainability are considered. Well, this Bright Lives Better World program uh, is not only on, uh, on products. So I mentioned here first the products. Uh, they also look at uh, a much broader field. We look at how we, can be a great place to work. Um, for example, one of the, our uh, leadership KPIs is doubling uh, le uh, women in leadership positions, but we also have op operations, uh, supply chain. Uh, very important also is uh, um, health and well-being of our own people in the workplace, so people uh, feel safe and uh, like to go to work. So it's uh, really a, uh, a set of programs, KPIs we report on, and we do this every year in our annual report. I think it may be surprising to some people to think of health and well-being uh, and so on as part of sustainability, but this is how we think about it, is it not? Definitely, yeah, because uh, going back to what this whole sustainability means, well, the, the easiest way for me is always I think about the three Ps. You think about uh, the most heard one, heard one is uh, planet, so it's environmental, but people, second P, very important is uh, what, what, how can we serve also the people outside the world, our stakeholders and um, via products, but also via our impact, via operations. Um, how are we also towards the, the, the social part of sustainability? And last but not least, I don't believe that you can do sustainability only with subsidies. So you need to be able to have a profitable organization. Going back to Lighting for Circularity for a moment, um, would you say that Lighting for Circularity is a methodology or an approach, or I'm not sure what your word you would use, to achieve sustainability? Is that how you think about it? Um, that's a good point. How would we name it? Uh, I think it is an incremental um, element or approach. I think that's better. So because you can, when you start by making a product, let's say a lighting luminar, you can glue everything together and you think it is working for 10 years and then you throw it in a in a shredder, right? But then everything is lost in the sense of probably you cannot even regain the materials. So it's really a thinking, maybe a thinking and approach. In the beginning, when you start to design a product, you really have to think, okay, first of all, how can I maximize value and the lifetime, right? And then how do I build it up, the whole product? In, in which way I can facilitate the 
assembly, but also the disassembly of it. And when I have extended the life as long as possible, how can I take care that at the end I can really regain materials? So, for example, when you glue things together or you click it together, you whatever you do, when you fix the materials too much together, you will never get those separate again and it's and it's lost. So it's quite a thinking and a philosophy. Is this what you meant a minute ago when you said uh, minimize value, uh, the value of waste? Exactly. So minimize waste and then also uh, preserve value to the maximum. That's really the goal of circularity. Value of the materials, of the product, of the whole. Um, yeah, I think for both. I think for, for us as a company, I will come to it, also for the customer. So for the customers, the customers investing in something and they want optimal performance for the long time. Uh, and, and, and even better, you know, eh? we, we human beings are always uh, changing our mind and uh, we want to optimize further. So if it's possible to have an installation uh, in your room and, and upgrade it to uh, a light setting or, or a functionality, which is fitting better this this future, it would be wonderful if you can upgrade your installation. So that's also uh, included in circularity approach. Well, let's get into the details a little bit. Uh, as you mentioned uh, a, a moment ago, we were talking about a product, uh, circular products. So um, you touched on the fact that a product can't really be circular unless it's designed to be so, uh, and that involves material selection among other things. Mm -hmm. um, can, can you talk a little bit more about what goes into the design of circular lighting products and what features a product has to have to participate in a circular economy? So you you mentioned something. So materials is also very exciting. But let's let's start by saying, okay, what needs to go into lighting for circularity product? So when you consider uh, design for circularity, what are the criteria to consider? So um, three of them most people will recognize because when you talk about circularity, you mentioned already, um, can we reuse it? Can we recycle it, right? Uh, but next to it, servicing. Can I service a product? So that means, can I look into the product? Can I um, put it in parts in a non-destructive way? Replace key components and put it together again. And it's functioning another life cycle, right? But you could also think about, uh, I want I want my product to do even more upgradability. Could be via software, can be via um, another light source, but it could also extend functionality by adding a sensor. That's upgradability. Well, internally we said, and, and this is something really coming from uh, lots of experts, eh? from the business, from standards and regulations, from design people. We also said, well, you cannot talk about a sustainable product if the energy efficiency is lousy. So we added energy efficiency lifetime because the durability of product is important, plus also connectable because the connectable is also with what I just said, fire sensors or the knobs. You can really talk about a smart system helping you to, by the way, to, to um, save you more energy. Plus it provides a lot of data and these data can be used, for example, seeing what's the remaining lifetime. Is the performance still like we promised and so on? So this this would be all included in this design. I was going to ask you um, whether you thought that uh, in-field servicing was more advantageous than sending a product back to uh, 
you know, a, a vendor or back to signify for refurbishment or, or however that works. Uh, but I'm beginning to think too that um, the connectivity that you mentioned takes that one step further, that you can actually uh, um, monitor and in some cases uh, maintain or repair uh, lighting systems without you know, leaving the comfort of your office, uh, which I imagine is even more energy efficient because you're not uh, driving a car around somewhere or you're not taking a van out uh, someplace. Uh, mm -hmm. You're not um, you're not using new materials necessarily, yeah. but you're using the power of data and connectivity to do that. Does, do, do you think so? Indeed. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but, but of course, it, not all installations uh, are already uh, installed with this kind of software. So in, indeed, the other thing is still important. Like you said, uh, is it uh, do you bring the product back? Because you can imagine certain moment key components will not function anymore. They have a certain lifetime, whatever uh, thousands of hours they have at a certain moment is finished. But can you still uh, replace them? Uh, the beauty of that one is uh, technology is also uh, in, uh, how do you say it, evolving over time. So you can also say, well, this is my it was the first or second uh, generation of LEDs of LEDs. And now I have a latest, which is even better in color, in, in energy. So well, then it depends where can I do it? Preferably, well, for sure, the customer wants it quick, right? You have to think about how can I service it in the quickest way? And it can be in certain instances, it can be in the field. Then you are talking about these kind of replacement kits or yeah, you have to bring them back, whatever, to a mobile working uh, shop or a factory. So when you're designing a product uh, with all different kinds of materials and parts, then you must know ahead of time um, or have a sense of when that particular component is likely to fail. Do you do you take that into consideration when you're uh, designing a product, a lighting product? <laughs> now, now you're going to ask me in an area where I'm not the expert. This is really ah. product management. But um, the durability is getting more and more, and more important. Definitely, clearly, because uh, um, uh, next to, uh, say, selling products to, to, to our customers, we are also now in the field of uh, servicing. And you can imagine um, servicing makes a stronger impression if you don't have to knock on the door every year, right? So uh, including and thinking about components and uh, suitable best lifetime yes it is it, although i'm not a product manager i'm i'm very sure they will consider that as well well i don't mean to lead you into areas where you uh, don't have expertise but i also wanted to ask um when you talk about uh, reusability recyclability uh, of a lighting product is, is every bit of a lighting of a luminaire recyclable uh, and reusable or is it as a, more a question of minimizing those parts that are not well, I've, I've been in the business of WEEE, which stands for Waste of Electronic and uh, Electrical Equipment. So the whole waste management, I'm a, a bit familiar with. Um, and to say, well, it depends on the product. That's always the answer, it depends. Um, what you see is when we, we can come up with parts of a product, preferably by one type of material, not too, much, too many mixes. Think about the glass, think about aluminum. Uh, steel, uh, also lots of plastics nowadays. Uh, when they are not mixes, great to recycle and they can really be reused. 
Uh, you hear, hear more and more about mechanical and they even go further, chemical recycling. So they really try to reuse materials as much as possible. Where it gets tricky and more complicated is when you talk about electronics, because the although it's a small part and often it contains uh, quite interesting metals or elements, uh, it's much harder to get it back because of the small quantities, because they are together in in an little component. So there, there, there's, uh, yeah, there's often a loss, and I hope in the future uh, it will be more economically uh, feasible to also regain those materials. I think we've touched on this already a bit, Thomas, but could you talk a little bit more about uh, how designing products for circularity has affected uh, the way Signify does business? You can really imagine that uh, the lighting industry has really gone through a turmoil, a, a totally different technology and moving from conventional to LED. It's all much more about, OK, lifetime you want to offer. You want definitely to offer uh, um, your services in a different way, how you make your propositions, say, say it like that. So next to um, how we design products, Right, like we said, uh, serviceable luminaires. We have even a statement name for it: circular economy ready luminaires. So you have this whole principle of circular that you can extend lifetime. We have added to this also services, and I think something which is well new also for the market and to understand what the benefits of it is. This is really like a package where uh, you can optimize your sustainability goals as a customer, and it also can. Uh, um, uh, pay back your investment even better. How is that done? Well, it is offered in packages, and uh, we start with uh, um, telling customers or or on their uh, request, you do an order to see what they have in place. By the way, more and more of the customers ask, hey, what are you going to do with my old luminaires? So therefore, we also look into this area. Can we do still something with the old luminaires? If not, we take care that they will be um, reverse logistics, eh, transported to the right partners um, in the market, say it like that, to, to regain materials. Um, but next to it, you, you are going to, of course, you are going to design everything. And then at the end of the service, and service could also be that you are including visits to see that the performance is still um, the way they want. So it is, it is close to the customer and optimizing what you deliver to them. And also that you have the promise that after extending the lifetime of the of the installation as long as possible, that you also take back the installation, the individual products in a responsible way. So that's a different way of doing business nowadays. Well, Thomas, I want to thank you very much for joining us today and for talking to us about lighting for circularity at Signify. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Jonathan. Signify Lighting Talks is a podcast series featuring the leading thinkers and speakers from the world of lighting. My name is Jonathan Weinert. On behalf of Signify, the global leader at lighting, I wish you a brighter life and a better world.